Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <clears throat> I mean, it's so stupid. Drive away! Daddy, drive away! How are these the only selections? I know. Jeff oh, is no, running no, no, the no, team! That's the most egregious cheating there is. What if my mom was paralyzed from a car wreck? Shut up! From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, we've got John Goblinado. This is. Can I tell you? It goes the wave, cart path only, and Halloween. The things I hate. You hate Halloween? I hate Halloween. Why? Because it's so stupid. Did you hate it as a kid? Every, it's a media creation, that, and they do the same every news, every uh, the morning show, every all the people dressing up so stupidly. It's based on one of the saints. It's what? Well, it's a, but but it's turned into this crap. No, it's based on a saint, is. and we have to have all these saint, uh, uh, all these morning shows doing all these cooking. It's not and based things on a saint. It's and based on Santeria. Uh, all of them dressing up, and it, who cares? Stop! Wait, 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 wait! This is a very unpopular take you have. I don't care. As a kid, you get tons of candy for free. Yeah, and you walk around like I remember when I played for the Roughnecks. I just when I was nine years old. I got done with practice, and I just went out with my helmet and you started walking around. As a kid? Yeah. I didn't was, know that. Yeah, I was a Rosenberg Roughneck. A Rosenberg Roughneck? Yeah. I wasn't a Green Hornet. I was right. You either were a Green Hornet or Roughneck. Green Hornets were better. So, so that was like a – you didn't even know that that was a predetermination of your life to be this oh, yeah, close to the Roughnecks green, organization. Yeah, I didn't even have any idea. Right. Green Hornet or Roughneck, and I was Roughneck early on. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, uh, you just walked around the neighborhood and you just got candy. Yeah, no, like, we did what, that it's, too. It's, it's, it's we got dad, candy. We, we had tech. Halloween in but Chicago. What's the, what's, the, what's the problem? The the problem is is that I don't eat. Well, I don't eat candy really anymore. But well, it's that's not, not it. It's what and, are you getting and, upset and, and about? While I'm trying to watch the World Series, kids are knocking on the door, and we're not in it. Who cares? No one cares about World uh, Series. Uh, we now. were. Yeah. We, what about now? We I get, were. I've given kids. Uh, uncooked bacon before. Uh, I'm not even giving just to regular kids. Oh I gave them to kids who were like 19 years old who weren't dressed in anything. It just had either a trash bag or a pillowcase. And they're like, candy. I said, here you go. And I reach into, I already, you know, I basically had it sitting there. I had a bacon wrapped quail from Pete's Fine Meats at the time. And I had it. And most of Uncoo- it was cooked. Wait a minute. In, no, 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 no. It hands? wasn't. I take it back. I cooked it. I cooked it because it was bacon wrapped quail. It's just. There was still a lot of fat. It wasn't fully rendered. And so I, I'd cut small pieces. And when teenagers came with no costumes, I would reach into, I had it already, you know, mm. I was chipped it in my hand. And I reached in and pretended like I was getting candy. And then you reach into their bag and you just drop it deep. And you just drop some bacon in there for them. Here you go, sir. Here's a little piece of the bacon that I didn't eat. 
Well, that's cr- I mean, it shouldn't spit out. But did you then put a, be- did you put a razor blade in it or anything? No, it no? was just it was, okay. just it was it was cooked bacon, but it was still a lot of fat. What about those stories? Those people, those nice. Well, people. we all heard stories about yeah. razor blades and apple. Yeah. Who's putting apples in any? I'm not eating apple. You give me an apple, and I'm immediately yeah. Kid's not going to eat that anyway. That was a bad one. Pot- if you put it in a Snickers now, the raisins like I. I Today I may go get so much, so many raisins, yeah. and pretend to give kids candy and actually just give them raisins. Art's right. Ho- Valentine's Day is number one. Halloween's number two. Why is Halloween so bad when you because, okay? Because it's the same crap all the. Uh, I got to watch ESPN with everybody dressing. Now the only one was at the at the Sam Houston State game where the guy dressed up as a phallic symbol where he was, and he got now, kicked out. Why does Why does everything have to be for you? Well, Can't Halloween just be for the kids and they enjoy and, themselves? And, and Paul Gallant. Well, and Paul. <laughs> yeah, but Paul is of an age that he could go to parties where naughty nurses, you know that whole thing. Sexy vampires. Sexy vampires. Oh, now that's Sexy different. teachers. Well, then start thinking yeah. outside the box. That's why a lot of but people I don't, like. I don't have any of those. I know. I that's why that. you don't care because it doesn't involve you. That's right. the real reason. Well, I, what do I what do I care about other people and their enjoyment? It's for this. It, it, this is my life. Because, now, because you're a man of the people. Remember? Yeah, I am a man. But the people you're don't like Halloween. Man. The yeah, people the don't people like love Halloween. Halloween. No, they don't. They, they look, think dress it, it if up. If you're growing up, smash, you think it's stupid. They go get drunk, you have to buy all this candy. The kids are knocking on the, the least, door. This is one of the least man of the people things he's ever mm-hmm. done. No, no. People it's walk true. around it's neighborhoods terrible. with drinks in their Yetis or whatever, and they're wearing sweater vests, and they're... Pulling Tyler and I had and to do Austin it with my a, kids, and it's like, ah. Uh, you don't even have to worry about street. it now. What's your complaint? What happened to It doesn't him? even affect you now. What uh, are you no, complaining what is about? Your, what is your deal? You're, you're comparing it to the wave, which does affect you? Like, yeah. how has Halloween hurt you uh, so uh, badly? No, 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 no. I it, it can't wait till it's over. You had to walk. I think it's stupid. What's going to happen to you today? I had to, to walk today? up and down the street with my kids. You might see Paul in a, you know, in a costume, but other this than that, what happens to you today? Paul has triggered... When Paul came in as Draco Malfoy yesterday, Draco it triggered Malfoy. something terrible on John, where somebody made no, fun of his a, costume a, when he was always a kid. A, no, I was watching, oh, the weekend morning shows, and it, and I'm like, oh, stop. So what? And, and, They're and having college fun. game day, just get away from me with your, with your costume. It's this stupid. is the crankiest thing I've ever heard him be mad about, is people dressing up in costumes. Yeah. Does, How does awful. that impact It does you? nothing to him. No. no, 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 I have to get up and answer the door. I do have to Turn do your light off. Come yeah. On. No, you don't have my to wife do- loves it. She uh, she got the whole place decorated. Then what are you uh, doing then? then? Don't this, answer this anything. This really is an attack on Wendy, not Halloween. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. This that's what this is. No, Projection. It's not. No, it's not. It's an attack on Wendy. I just no. It's just and the candy. Get a get out. Let's get Dave in here. He wants <laughs> Why to don't you get out? You don't have to be at home on Halloween. Go do just something. Go somewhere. <laughs> so you don't have I to am. be I am. I'm going out. I'm going out. No, I will hate it. I, I will admit I'm going to go to Dana's show tonight, and then I won't have to put up with that. There you go. There it is. That, yeah. should, that should be an up, up, uplifting scenario for you, an environment, that show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's get Dave in here. Hey, Dave. Hey, good morning, fellas. Um, hey, first of all, I want to I say that I'm in total agreement with you guys about the uh, Texan and the blue, light blue, and all the colors and, and all that good stuff. But I will say, I want to play devil's advocate for a second. I will say that I remember that era of a lifelong Houston, uh, Houstonian. And Lanier, Lanier, which was the mayor at the time, basically ran Bud Adams out of town. Bud tried several times to try to 
uh, uh, pay for more than, than, than a new stadium, and they didn't want to do it. And Drayden McClain at the time uh, was, was playing there with the Oilers and was, oh, there's nothing wrong with the stadium. There's nothing wrong with Astrodome. And the minute Bud ran off, then he went to the Houston Authority and told them either build me a new stadium or I'm leaving as well. Hmm. So when when you run people off, everything goes with it. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. No, you're not. It's accurate. I remember I was in – I had – we. <laughs> Save the Dan Oilers. Patrick. Remember the Save the Oilers a, uh, thing yeah. where like no, no, no. five old people showed up? It was I, the saddest thing I've ever seen. It was, well, no, there was, yeah, because people really didn't care. They were sick of Bud Adams. Huh. But I had a, I had Dan Patrick on and, um, and uh, who, who represented the Astros? It was. Oh, Dan had, was anti. Right? It was anti. Dan Patrick, and, and the, I, and I, what is he the, now? The Lieutenant Governor. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. At the time. And. and it was, and we had a a panel discussion thing on, and I was pro keeping him, but but and he was like, "Hey, you're the moderator here. You're not supposed to have an." I was like, "No, oh, I got an opinion. I can have an opinion here, Lieutenant Governor." Um, not at the time. He wasn't at the time. No, but it was. He's, he was you're not talk- inaccurate at all, Dave. It Bud Adams, uh, uh, the Mayor Bobby Lanier, did not want to give him the money. And well, because they already had though to renovate the Astrodome, yes, right. but the reality was in real life. They really needed a new stadium. Well, either you were, and here's the deal, is at the time there was a big question about are you going to pay the money to keep your teams or are you not going to pay the money to keep your teams? And that was a new and, thing. Oh, you know what? Oakland is losing all of their teams. No, because- but that was a new thing, too, and everyone's like, no, but then and the Rockets tried to play hardball also because the Astros got a new stadium, but they had been having success. Look. The Rockets tried to play hardball, well, hard and ball. people were going to let them leave. They lost the first vote to get funded, yeah. and they won the second yeah, vote right. to and get it was funded. Close. And it was like we right. were wondering if we were going to lose the Rockets, too. Exactly. Uh, yeah, listen, it's it sucks. But here's the deal about it is, and, and, you, and you can talk, there are so, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough situation. There are a lot of, what, what people don't understand is a lot of businesses are drawn here to the city of Houston to with with uh, with a lot of tax breaks and you know what that's a lot of money coming out of taxpayers that they don't even realize but it's a better place to live it's a better place to live with major league teams it's just a better place. companies want to come and 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 be here because you have because you're a big city and you have big city things like major league teams NFL teams major league uh, NBA teams so well, getting, it is a huge plus to the city. Getting tickets and to, it costs money. Yeah, getting tickets to send, you know, clients. You you get four seats, you get eight seats, you buy a suite, and then whenever clients come in town, you take them there for entertainment purposes. Businesses like that. No, they, no, they like yeah, you, you're not a big city, and you know what? You're going to lose a bunch of of different uh, uh, companies because they want to be in a place that is a, a, a big city that has big city life. But at the same time, Houston had just funded uh, the Astrodome, and so they did not want to just a couple right, of years they redid later it, right. redo the whole thing. It was the timing was terrible. Bud was not wrong. But it was the right thing to do to build a downtown stadium for the Astros. It was the right thing to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. look at it now. And for the Rockets. Look at us now. Look at us now. All grown up. And even you know what it would be it would be better if the Texans were downtown too. Sundays don't really matter nearly as much. Uh, but that's you're bringing seventy thousand yeah. into downtown so, too much. No, well theoretically seventy thousand. Well, if a soccer match is down there, yeah, 70, and it's 000. Sundays. Sundays don't matter downtown. So well, you the know, traffic still you only, you have a finite well, here's amount the deal, of lanes. Though, is uh, uh, after work you can go straight to the ballpark downtown. After work you go straight to the Rockets downtown. 
It, it doesn't well, matter about working, getting getting people to the stadium. How many people for are working downtown? A lot of people are working downtown. But a there's lot, a lot of people work downtown. Yeah, but there's a lot who aren't who are going to go. Families, your kids aren't downtown. No, I know, but but that's the that's the thought I have in downtown stadiums. It's is too, you're right there for people. But it's too big for. If you got a walkable city, that's one thing. But it's too big for football, I think. Yeah, no, no, no. Sundays don't matter as far as downtown goes. But but that's that's the point is that it is where it is. But but we kept our teams, and you know what? We were good riddance, Bud Adams. You were a Bud Adams was an a hole, a card carrying a hole, and we were better off without him. But classy, the classy McNairs were better off without him because. We're just better off, Dell. I don't want that face. You're that face. Like Cal isn't classy. Yeah. Dell didn't say anything. I didn't say a word. I know. You looked up as soon as I said classy McNears, and there you are. Well, I mean, you, you throw up the H like that with that mustache, and I think class. <laughs> well, thank you. You recognize him on his T-shirt? Who would you rather have, Corey Seager or Kyle Tucker? In the playoffs? I think it's not even a question. Well, Kyle Tucker was has been good up until this, this year. Well, in these playoffs? No, in these playoffs. That's what I meant. Thank you. Well, he's actually it's a right fielder, Adolis Garcia or Kyle Tucker. Oh, the now injured Adolis Garcia? Yeah, right. I wonder, why, Max I wonder why that happened. Because mm-hmm. he's swinging too hard. Look at He pulled something. He swings so hard, he pulled something in his, in his left side. Bye. See you, Adolis. I know, Bye. beat it. Beat it, Adolis. Of course, they are up 2-1. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't matter to the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks don't care. No. Well, and you can't play on the road forever, Rangers, no. where you don't lose ever. Right. The Rangers have not lost ever on the road. How about that? How about that? Time to talk about, you know, who who never loses to? John Clay Wolf. Give me the VIN.com. That's give me the VIN.com. If you're looking for the best way to sell that car, give me the VIN.com is the place to go. If you're looking for the most for your vehicle, give me the VIN.com. If you're looking for a guy who his, he's, he is really, really amazing what he's done with this business. I mean, he is just, he started it ground up and started actually one of the first places was here in Houston. He has been on in Houston forever. I was listening to a show on Saturday and we had a call from a guy uh, on Saturday from Houston. We had a, a young woman who was trying to sell a an old 1976 Corvette. And he was like, how about this? John Clifford, she says, I want to I want to sell this thing. How much can I get for it? He goes, don't sell that. What is wrong with you? Keep that car. Why would you sell that vehicle that your grandfather uh, bestowed upon you? Keep it. And call me in about three years. See, John Clay Wolf, he really, he don't care about that money. He gives you more for it and then sells that vehicle at auction for less than the other guys are making because he's not getting, he's, he's giving you more for it. This is what John Clay Wolf does every day. He's going to give you a square deal. No, he's going to give you the best deal at GiveMeTheVin.com. You're looking to sell your car? GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, right where you belong. You're the only one left of the Wayne family. This is where you belong. Welcome home. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man. I didn't know it was that bad. But, hey, it's John and Lance. All right, 820 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Who is BP? Is it BP? Let's get him in here before we talk Lane Kiffin. Hey, BP. Hey, what's going on, John? We really got to get you 
little bit more positive about Halloween, so I got a great solution tonight. When those kids come to your house, just give them some beer. Uh, you know, they go trick-or-treat. You got a cute kid in a princess costume. She says trick-or-treat. You just fire an ice-cold Coors Light right in that Halloween bag for her. Everybody's a winner. Mm. Don't, I, I, would not, I would not take his advice. No, that's Don't bad. listen to him. This is not. Now, the parents, you know, when, the, when, when they're walking around with the kids. You hey, can offer them. You need, a, you need a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light? You can offer them. Yeah. And that'll be, that's a, that's a great, I'm not giving a kid a beer. I've done that before, but I'm not doing it again. Okay. Especially a strange kid that walks up, not doing it. Uh, my wife loves it because the little kids come up in their costumes and she, and it's all fun and that's great. And, and me, not so much. I just feel like we've missed something. There's something, no. there's some story that you're not telling us. No, I, I was or just, something. If a therapist I was never could touched talk inappropriately to you, on well, Halloween, I'm not, I don't think oh. that. But if some therapist okay. talked to you, something happening on Halloween where somebody made they hurt your feelings no. about what you were dressed no. as, or your dad no. said, "Look, look at you. You look like I some kind of little punk." For, I never really dressed up for Halloween. It wasn't a big deal, Charles, was it? No, there it is. No, there it is. No, we I put a football my my football uniform on and I walked around and give me candy. That's yeah. great. But you, I didn't care about it. I never cared about it. I'm, you didn't like candy, though. I do. I liked candy when I was a kid, yeah. I liked candy. How did you not care about free candy? Literally was I like did, a heist. I did. I, I walked it around, but it wasn't like, like I was were, like, oh, I got to dress up. Mom, John, what are we going to dress up? Okay, let Ow. me ask you something. Do you, do you remember, did you watch Donnie Brasco? Of course you did. Yeah. So remember one of the things that, that they were doing, where they were taking down scores, was like one guy had stolen the, 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 uh, the meters, and they're cracking open the meters for all the change. They were taking down scores. That's that's like, yeah. it's not a great score. No, but you're but stealing a coin yeah, from a, a meter. Yeah. That's like you're just running around taking down scores all over the neighborhood. Why would, why would you not respect the free? You're just literally. It's you could have in your mind said, okay, this is protection money. Like you could have pretended like you were collecting protection money from all the houses around the neighborhood and turned it into a mob thing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have a mop thing going on when I was a kid. But in your mind, you could have said, it's kind of like I'm protecting, you know, I'm, I'm collecting protection. Let's, let's move on. Halloween blows. But let's move on. And let's One guess. What is Paul going to be dressed as today? <laughs> it's going to be a TV show character oh, or a movie. Oh, yeah. Or... Could be Houston, not Bill O'Brien. I don't know. Paul could go all out. Udoka. He could be like... He won't do Dusty. Too dangerous. One of the... He could be one of the. Uh, uh, he could be a Star Wars character today. Yeah, but what would he do? But Paul's more creative. What would his? Is there something Houston like? He can't be Altuve. No, he he's not going to do that. He can't be Tucker. He's, no, he'll be. A, you're right. He could be. Um, he could be Chaz and walk in with a banana pudding, but he's too lean. He could be Jack Tripper. We don't know. <laughs> old school, right? I don't know. You don't know. Is there a reason you picked Jack and Jack Chipper in particular, considering no. the conversations around Paul in that show? <laughs> oh no, I just I just thought of Jack, Jack lived for whatever Jack reason. Jack Chipper lived with those two girls, and nothing yeah, was happening. They, they, Paul would be going pretty good if he lived with two girls. Well, he like lived those. those two girls. Was and, there ever an episode where Jack tried to do something with Chrissy? Or no, somebody? and that was the point of that. People were like, wait, what's Jack doing? He's got those two female roommates and does tries nothing with those two. Well, but yeah, but he also had to. He had to pretend that he was, you know, yeah. for Mr. Roper, right? So otherwise, he wouldn't let him live with the two girls. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. That's why I thought you went with the... No, that's not why. I just thought of Jack Tripper for some reason. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe it was subconscious. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm not the one that calls him ambiguously gay. He does that and the people who listen to his show do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a Jack Tripper thing. I have no idea. Um, okay, Dana's coming up in a few minutes. Here is one head coach uh, going after another head coach. Lane Kiffin and... Jimbo Fisher have a history now, yeah. and it and Lane Kiffin is really leaning into it. Here's Lane Kiffin this week talking about playing the. It, it's it, just listen. It's easy. Playing a third straight year in one of the two polls programs hit top ten or cracked inside the top ten. Just what does that speak to what you've been able to do, especially with you know setbacks during the season that y'all been able to overcome? Well, I think that's kind of neat. I guess three straight years to be in the top 10, but it doesn't matter to me except for what do you finish. So it's good that it brings attention to the program and um, to be able to do that, um, especially as you're going against a program that normally you would think would be the team in the top 10 three years in a row with their roster. Um, you know, that says a lot about our players, our coaches, our fans, but though what really matters is where do you finish at the end of the year? Um, you know, so... That's our goal, um, you know, to keep getting better, keep winning games. Um, you know, we try to, you know, achieve our goals and not let others achieve their goals. I think um, I read where Jimbo said their goal is to be bowl eligible. So if we can get in the way of that, that would be good um, for us too. Um, their goal is it, to be bowl eligible. Well, and he said, hey, that's a roster that should be top five. That should be top five every year. He went on to say this. I've said it a number of times. This is like an NFL roster of talent. Now it's even harder than the last two years to beat them because now they have Bobby Petrino running the offense. This can easily be a top five team in the country. There's so many. There's oh so many passive aggressive shots. Oh. Bobby Petrino is the play caller. All this talent to basically yeah. juxtapose where you are versus all your talent, and then said. He said, you know, their goal is to be bowl eligible. <laughs> Six wins and you're bowl eligible. Like Lane Kiffin literally was just He's, a master class of saltiness there, of oh. being able to passive aggressively. Like you have to learn that from, you almost have to learn that from a girlfriend or a wife. Uh -huh. That level of passive aggressiveness that is master class, like boom, boom, slice, cut, slice. <laughs> like, wow. He was, that Look was awesome. at him. That, yeah, take that. I hope Jimbo slaps him around. Uh, that takes that smug. Unlikely. Yeah, it is kind of unlikely. We got a break. Dennis next right here. Brought to you by uh, Damaris Barbecue. Brought to you by HRMP and Chastang Ford. Right now, though, underdog. Underdog fantasy has got something. Listen, they got something going on for you, and they always have something going on for you. Underdog fantasy wants you to know that you can come and play the the pick'em challenge that they have where you pick on the, the pick'em tab. Well, there's so you have draft, you have pick'em, and right now I'm going to concentrate on pick'em for you because I think that's one of the coolest ones. When you sign up, first of all, when you sign up, use my promo code Lance. This is very important. If you use promo code Lance, what's going to happen is they are going to uh, match up to $100. I mean, I'm sorry, $500. They changed it from $100 to $500. They'll match up to $500 of your initial deposit. How good is that? And you are going to have a special uh, bonus in your pick'em. You will have a mystery pick that comes up that gives you a chance 
to elevate your winnings on the uh, on the for the uh, a bonus for the pick'em challenge. Now, pick'em you go between two players and five players, so you have to basically look at the statistics that they offer between two and five different players. You pick higher or lower based on the stats that they offer up. If you win, even two pays you three to one. Four pays you six to or three pays you six to one. Four pays ten to one, and five pays twenty to one. But you've got a chance to get bonuses to elevate the amount of money that you can win. And yes, it's completely legal. It is completely, uh, it's real money, and it's a chance for you to take your sports knowledge and make the game more fun. And this is basketball, it's baseball, it's football. It's all available to you with Underdog Fantasy. Download the app today. Use promo code Lance. Get the match up to $500 of your first deposit. You must be 18 or older and present in a state where Underdog operates. Terms apply. If you believe you have trouble with uh, gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We got weights and fish. We got weights and fish. There we go. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Tom Marie and Dana Holgerson, the head coach of the University of Houston Cougars. He's brought to you by Chastank Ford. He's brought to you by Damaris Barbecue and HRMP. All loyalists to the University of Houston and Dana Holgerson right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. What's up, coach? Hey, man. How you guys doing today? Good. What's the message this week? Uh, I'm glad it's November. I'm excited about November. Uh, when when. When this the the schedule came out, you know, you just kind of look at it, and you you break it up, and uh, I, we knew October was going to be tough. Um, you know, you have your your, your games in September, and you kind of figure out who you are, and you go through a, a stretch in October, and knew it was going to be challenging. Uh, you know, we had some very emotional moments, we had some high moments, we had some some heck some battles. Uh, you know, that emotional loss to Texas, uh, probably kept that, you know, probably caught up to us a little bit. Um, Kansas State's a really good football team, you know, and we all know Texas is a really good football team. West Virginia keeps winning. That was a big win for us. Um, that game in Austin this weekend is going to be something to see now. I'm just telling you, Kansas State is a special place. I've been there seven times. Uh, what they've built there is, it's pretty special. It's just it's an unbelievable game day uh, atmosphere experience. Uh, Chris Kleiman is a is a really really good, fantastic football coach. If anybody could could continue what Bill Snyder did there for for twenty some uh, years, it's Chris Kleiman. I mean, he did it at North Dakota State. Uh, he's doing it at Kansas State right now. That's a that's a really good football team that's playing exceptional football. They did it to Texas Tech in Lubbock. They did it to TCU uh, two weeks ago. You know, I'm sitting there studying that film, and I know exactly what's going to happen. You know, we knew exactly what they were going to do, and there was nothing that we could do about it. They're just playing at a very, very, very high level. Um, You know, I told the team, guys, we just we got to move on quickly. You know, and so that thing got buried in the trash uh, Sunday when we, or really Saturday afternoon when we got back at. Five o'clock, and and we started studying for Baylor. We're, our team is excited to play. Um, you know, that's that's one that you just got to kind of put behind you and and move on. We 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 had been an improving football team. 
um, you know, that just kind of happens. I, you know, saw it coming, needed, need to move on. And our team is really fired up about prepping for Baylor. That's, we're excited about going to, uh, to Waco on Saturday. Yeah. I, I, that's, I see that's the difference in, in big 12 life, isn't it? And you AAC, you're going to get a break in the AAC. You're going to, you know, after two emotional games, like you had against West Virginia and Texas, you're going to get a team that maybe, well, certainly isn't Kansas state. And I think, Kansas State's so underrated, Coach. Uh, you know, they're the defending champs. The, this program, year in and year out, is just uh, excellent. And to have, I mean, after the emotional games that you had at West Virginia and Texas, they, they couldn't have been a, a, a worse opponent the next week. Well, they're, they're the, yeah, they're the Big 12 champs. And when we talked to you all last week, I said, this is what we signed up for, so let's go do our job. And we we did our job. We just didn't do it very good, um, you know. But you go up there and you can see why they're they're they're, they're they were the Big Twelve champs. They they had um, a hard fought game week three against Missouri, where their quarterback Will Howard wasn't playing very good. And then the next week they, you know, and they lost. That was an emotional game for them. And then they they went to uh, Oklahoma State, and that's where Oklahoma State kind of started turning their their season around. They lost. Uh, <laughs> close one to Oklahoma State. Quarterback didn't play very good, you know, and this this quarterback, Will Howard's a really good player. He was just struggling for whatever reason. So they go to Lubbock and they put in the freshman Avery Johnson, who who rushed for five touchdowns against Tech and they played him a lot against TCU and they found something there with the young kid that's gonna be a talented, really good big twelve quarterback, uh, but it allowed Will Howard to kind of take a deep breath and you know, it was all Will Howard against us. He's back on track. They got the top uh, uh, offensive line, one of the top offensive lines in the country. They're they're getting better and better on defense. Uh, they're they're going to be in the hunt here. They got a, they got a chance. That's going to be a really good game against Texas. You know, whoever wins that one's going to be in really good shape for for who's going to go to the title game. I mean, you went in. They went in, and, and I watched that Tech game. I mean, they were. They're physical. They're really physical. They're the same team every year. You know, there's a consist- consistency coach. And I guess I guess every coach strives to create um, – I know who Kansas is going – Kansas State is going in every year. Um, offensively and defensively, they just have a, a feel about them of what they're going to do. And there's a sameness, uh, and that's a good thing, that consistency. I guess every coach strives to – or I don't know. Do they – do? does every coach strive to have the same consistent look, or do you – do you not mind, you know, maybe being a different kind of team from year to year? How does that How does that work? Well, I think it differs from program to program. You know, I mean, especially with, you know, with uh, the, the, the roster turnover like it is at so many different schools. I mean, you're going to have to kind of figure out who you are based on what you're bringing in. Now, Kansas State is not that animal. Uh, you know, they're they're not real interested in, NIL and, and bringing kids in, you know, transfers and all that stuff. If if there's the definition of program pride is is Kansas State Wildcats. I mean, they they just they have developmental players. Uh, you know, they they can recruit good players, and but they're not they're not getting national top guys that Avery Johnson, that quarterback, is because he's a Kansas kid. Uh, but they're getting kids because of program pride, and they're developing them. They're old, you know. They're they're, you know, they're gonna. They're, it's all about family. It's all about program pride. It's something you really don't see in college sports very much anymore, because of the one time transfer, because of NIL, and because of rosters being flipped. Uh, well, program pride won out on Saturday. I can assure you that. Do you, Oklahoma loses this week, Coach. How do you see the Big Twelve right now? 
wide open. I mean, you know, Iowa State loses to uh, Ohio, and uh, now they're four and one in the league. You know, so they're four and one. Kansas State's four and one. Uh, you know, Oklahoma and Texas are four and one. So you know, it, Oklahoma State's four and one. So it, it's wide open right now. Um, anybody can beat anybody. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think the winner is going to be sitting there at seven and one at the end of the year. There's going to be some losses, and that's what Big Twelve football is all about. Yep. All right. Tell us about Baylor now. You know they've uh, they've had kind of the same season I, we have. You know it's been you, know, you you win one, you lose one, you win one, you lose one. Uh, all their games have been competitive. You know Dave Rand has been there four years now. They're big. They're physical. Uh, they're good on defense. You know, that's just Dave Aranda football. Their quarterback is back. You know, I think Shapin is, is one of the top quarterbacks in, in the conference. He got hurt game one. You know, everybody's like, well, it's, they lost to Texas State. Well, they lost the quarterback. You know, and so they, they struggled early until they got him back. Now he's back. They had a big win at Cincinnati, which is a hard place to win. They had a big win at UCF, which is a hard place to win. Uh, and they're battling. So this is a big game for them. This is a big game for us. I'm excited about our fan base. This is another one of those Southwest Conference, uh, you know, rival games that is, that is being restarted up. It's going to happen every year. Um, 29th time we've played them. we played them all 20 years in the Southwest Conference. Uh, it's three hours up the road. Players couldn't be more excited about it. I know their team's going to feel the same way, so it should be a heck of a matchup in Waco on Saturday. Dana Holgerson, brought to you by Damaris Barbecue, brought to you by Chastang Ford, and brought to you by HRNP, all big supporters of the Cougs, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Show is uh, again in Edo at uh, yes. the Little Woodrow's tonight? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So we will talk a lot of Baylor. We'll talk a lot about their team, a lot about the history, and a lot about you know, the fact that the players are all excited about this. This is a game that's going to happen every year. It's a, it's a future uh, every year Big 12 football game. Uh, we couldn't be more excited about it. It's going to happen a lot, and it's going to be a, a fun game to participate and coach in for the for years to come. Are you, obviously, you just take it one game at a time, but big picture, you got to win three out of four here to get to six wins and get to a bowl. Is this a message that you're giving to the team? No, not yet. Not yet. It's certainly, you know, your goal. Your goal is always to try to get to a bowl game. We got winnable games on our schedule. You know, that, that, those last, those last few, we knew were going to be, were going to be tough, you know, and, and they certainly were. And that, that matchup in Austin this weekend is going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun to watch. So very interesting to see who comes out on top. Two totally different teams, but two very, very, very good football teams. Um, it, it's all about Baylor at this point, you know, we do. We we understand that we got a lot of football left, and we got games that we can win. Two of them are going to be here at TDECU Stadium after this game this weekend. But we're excited about traveling up the road to to play this one, and then we'll pick the next one after that. You know, I, if you don't believe that it's it's not easy going moving into the league, go talk to Cincinnati this week. Go talk to Central Florida. Go talk to BYU this week. Uh, everybody, I mean, it, it's a different deal when you're going from one league and you're moving up in class and everybody's finding that out yeah they gotta go back and you know i, I look at my notes from from 2012 you know back when had we had geno smith Tavon austin uh stedman bailey up there at, at west virginia you know coming off a, a 10 win orange bowl team won the big east conference and you know we go into the league and we we're, we're pretty good offensively and we're sitting there at five and zero. We beat Texas. 
Uh, we're number four in the country, um, and we lose our next five. You know, so uh, it, it's it's just it's just reality, right? It, you know, the next year we went four and eight. The next year we went seven and five. The next year we went eight and four. The next year we went ten and three. Uh, it just takes time to build it, you know. And you know, there's no patience in college football. Win now, I understand that. We're certainly going to try to win. Uh, certainly the next one here this week at, at Baylor, but it takes time to build these rosters up. Um, you know, I'm excited about our building being, being starting to be building in December. We need cranes. We need dirt moving. That gets people excited, and that helps in recruiting. And then game day atmospheres. We're coming off our best game day atmosphere that we've ever had against uh, Texas and all that. That moves the needle in recruiting, so... Now, nobody wants to hear patience, but it just it takes time to build the roster up the right way to be able to handle it every single week. Did you have you talked to Clayton Toon this week? I did last night for a little bit. He's excited. It's it's uh, you know his first starts against the Browns, so it should be an easy win for him. <laughs> Man, that's the best defensive football, and they're throwing him right <laughs> to the wolves. He'll be able to handle it. He's he's a pretty even keel kid. So they they wouldn't put him in if he wasn't ready, especially against that Browns defense, which I know is good. Uh, I just enjoy watching them lose. Uh, So yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, But plus, it helps the Texans. So um, you know, but uh, Clayton, Clayton, good luck to Clayton, man. I just uh, I'm proud of him. He's he's a pro. Uh, It's going to be a big week for him. He'll be able to handle it. That's fun. Uh, Tonight, Ito, the Little Woodrow's, right there. Uh, near Minute Maid Park, go and see the coach, 7 o'clock, 7 to 8. He's got his uh, radio show hosted by Jeremy Branham right here. All right, uh, Coach, as always, we appreciate it, man. Better luck this week against Baylor. Go get him. Good luck, Coach. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Go Cougs. There is Dana Holgerson brought to you by Damaris Barbecue, who loves the Cougs. Brought to you by Chestang Ford, which we know, uh, great Cougs, love their Cougs. And Mike Holly, who started HRMP. Cougs. The best Cougs. The best Cougs. They're great cougs. They Why well, you can't think you say great Aggies all the time? That's right. I just said great cougs. The great, it's good. They're great the cougs. They're unbelievable cougs. <laughs> you know who else loves the cougs? Artisan Grange, Wayne and Chase. They're there. They're supporting the team. They're big West Virginia people. They're supporting Dana and they're supporting the cougs. They're out <laughs> just there. Right. Everything they're big West Virginia people, but they also <laughs> love the cougars. That's right. They do. <laughs> like it's, it just sounds like Trump. The, the great West Virginia people who also like the Cougars. <laughs> well, Look at my African-American over here. No, they're not. The, Wayne and Chase are not African-Americans. Okay. I, no, it's probably something I love said Dublin. before. A lot of people are saying Canstead. I love Dublin. Well, you can love both, actually. Yeah, it, it's all about your taste. Many people, Many people love Canstead. They love Dublin. I don't know the difference between them, but you'll, you can figure it out. But it's, it's hemp in a pouch made of hemp. And it's got CBD oil in it. And the CBD oil is so good. The CBD oil is so good for you. You're not, if you're dipping every day, you're putting that tobacco and that nicotine in between your cheek and gum, it's dangerous. Okay, so stop with the danger. What I need you to do right now is go to 975-DIP, 975-DIP.com. I'm, I'm clarifying it, Lance, because Lance makes comments. 975-DIP.com. 
and you go and you order your your, your you get a five pack of and they're full to, of each container has a bunch of them in there, and you are going to wean yourself from that tobacco and nicotine with the same taste, with the same sensation, but better for you. And, and CBD American Shaman says they love it so much they are carrying it in select stores here in the Houston area as well. So if you're looking for a great way to get out of that dip, nine seven five dip dot com nine seven five dip dot com. Five and ninety-two-five, dude. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this. Cool, Jack Burton, me. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. is the number. So what we haven't gotten to yet is Jim Harbaugh. And there are more accusations right now against Jim Harbaugh and um, a ball boys. Is it egregious yet, or have we reached egregious? Or it not? has reached. It's getting. It's getting to that point. Yeah, they've got uh, investigators on campus. They've got. It is. It is. It is at the point now where it is absolutely uh, egregious. Now ball boys are involved, stealing signs from the other sideline. <laughs> so and sen- and sending them. Jim Harbaugh is, t- is going to catch it. Jim Harbaugh is actually catching it right now. And um, they're going to get enough that the league, I know there's a thought that the NCAA, the NCAA can do something, um, but they're getting to the point where Michigan's going to have to do something as a school. Yeah. I think Michigan will end up doing something if they have enough. One guy. Text, well, the big, big 10 will if they don't. One guy tweeted. Yeah. One guy tweeted me yesterday who I guess is pretty tight end at Michigan because he said uh, Harbaugh did not get his contract rescinded. And Harbaugh yesterday came back and said I, that's, that, that's, that is not an accurate um, mm-hmm. story. So that story was in the Wall Street Journal. Ordell made it up, one of the two. Right. And it got back to Harbaugh that I made it up? It could have. If it, if you did in fact do it, I did not it, make it up. Okay, well you might have. No, did they are they no one knows. You? No, you don't it's, know. it's in the Wall Street Journal. I didn't make it up. You might have. No, I didn't. And they got it from you. No, your, your deep throat. Whatever. Oh, don't call me that. Okay. No, I didn't. According do that. to sources in Houston, so that would have been you. That's not how it was presented to him. Oh well, all I know is this: Jim Harbaugh said no, that's not accurate. And this same guy who in his. Twitter, he has blue in his handle, like TJ Blue or something like that. So he's a guy who's a Michigan guy. He said, "Well, they the NCA came in and talked to the coaches. This is there's more to this story. Like, I can't wait to hear what it is. Well, I can't the, wait to well now oh, the ball they ball boy story the coaches, is coming out now. They talked to the coaches and the well, coaches said nothing happened. So. Right. so 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 Rick Neuheisel was on with Dan Patrick. Now Dell he spoke about uh, Josh Gaddis, who was a who was at Michigan. Correct. And, then, and then went to Miami. Yes. Last year he was the OC. Correct. And he lasted one year because at he, Miami. He was atrocious. Yes. Rick Neuheisel says this is an indictment on Gaddis that he had so much information and he was doing 
He was doing, uh, you know, all of these things and had a huge advantage that he didn't have any longer. And we found out just that he's not very good. Also, he brought up this point, J.J. McCarthy. Is J.J. Uh, McCarthy's Heisman candidacy in any in jeopardy at all because of this stuff? It's so anybody who says, listen, I just, I say no, but anybody who says, that anybody who is holier than now with all the Astro stuff and they and frankly they extrapolate the amount of the amount of cheating that was done in seventeen. It was done in the summer and there's no question there were benefits. There's mm-hmm. no question. Um, it was never found that they did it during the postseason. They never could do it. You can't do it on the road. It was not. There's no proof of any of it been being done in any other season. Uh, now, were you trying to? Uh, Steal signs? Yeah, that's legal. That's part of baseball. Right. But were you doing the illegal video stuff? There were no admissions. The the, uh, the commissioner's office found nothing. Right. Well, if this is a cumulative award, if, then 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 maybe. But this year, no. obviously, all of the cheating has been curtailed because it's been found out. Well, that they're that's, doing that's it. yeah, fairly yeah. recently. Right. But and this, but the this, Heisman is a one year award. This is that's true. But this is a t- but they but you don't think it's held against the Astros? Oh no, absolutely. But but whether or not writers should hold it against JJ McCarthy is a different. No, deal. they should they shouldn't. Well, However, this is a team, by the way, that want that went to the college football playoffs two years in a row. But but again, the Heisman is only for this year, not for last. Right, right. right. But right. what they but human nature is right. what we've seen, especially now, where it's not about logic; it's right. about your feelings. Right. And if your feelings are, I'm not going to award a, I'm not going to reward a cheater. But Jordan wasn't here then. Yeah, no, Kyle right. Tucker wasn't here then. I don't care. Right. Cheaters are che- cheaters. Cheaters are cheaters. Yeah. So Dell and I both thought, well, this is really, I mean, you, you and I, you thought it was egregious and that something big was going to happen. Rick Neuheisel was on with Dan Patrick and says, no, 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 no. The NCAA is coming after. Here's three reasons why the NCAA will be going after Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. Where, where do you think this is headed and how much of an advantage do you think Michigan has received? If this is true, well, you started with I, not, McCarthy. I told all the other stuff. Fine. Well, we have the other one too. I just thought you were going with that because no, no. Well, we have we have. I led into it perfectly, well, and you decided to call an audible against the blitz. Check. You check. decide to go check, deep check. and get sacked. That's exactly what happened. Well, the play- opposite, opposite, I, Omaha. Check. I would say you didn't leave me much time because you did all this jabbering my headset, and now I got five seconds to make a call, and I got to call a timeout. But uh, delay a game on me, but it's really on the coach. Get the plays in faster. Yeah, get the plays in faster, John. No, 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 no. The play was perfectly set up. I set him up no. with up earlier. No, you had us at the earlier uh, stuff, ha- and then you went and changed it you had for us absolutely at the, no you ha- reason. You had us at and the And you're lo- coming to the sideline, and I'm going to have to grab your face mask. All right. Okay. I'm a player who's going to punch you back. You you had us at the you had us at the line for thirty seconds, and I committed a false start. Just snap the ball, snap the ball. No, here's the here is what our 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 play caller actually wanted, as opposed to what we ran previously. Uh, so these are the kind of things. Here are the things I think are salient points. Number one, Harbaugh gets under everybody's skin. He just, he enjoys it. He's a modern day Eddie Haskell. He wants to be that guy. Number two, the overzealous. Uh, Stallions kid, right? The I mean, he's super fan. Wanted to be on the staff. That's his dream. They hired him. They didn't. He didn't go and just keep doing this. They actually put him on staff. And number three, and most important, he's sitting there, standing next to the coordinators, in photographs and video. 
you don't stand. I've given field passes my whole life as a head coach. You know, it's kind of like the, the untold currency. Hey, here's four field passes and you guys stay down there and enjoy the game. But you don't get to stand next to me. You don't get to stand next to the coordinator. That guy's standing there next to the Denny with the Denny's menu right next to these coordinators. <laughs> and he's not ordering Grand Slam <laughs> breakfast. He's telling them exactly what's happening on the other side. And that's an advantage. And and because of the way Jim needles and gets under people's skin, they're going to come after him. That is true. And you know what? That is, it's, it, he's Jim Harbaugh now, now has multiple grievances against him. I mean, last, it was only, somebody pointed out, it was only what, five weeks ago? Oh, I think on game day. It was only five weeks ago said, Jim Harbaugh said, Michigan is clean. We're not doing anything. We are we are going to be the the standard bearer for what how you should supposed to go about it. And here he is in one of this is in college football. We've always had paying players, right? Illegal recruiting, calling players, all of this stuff. I don't remember a a sign stealing scandal ever like this. And I it is. It is well because it lasts. It's a 500-page, according to reports, it's a 500-page Google Doc. It is. You know, Michigan. Their point in this is this is a rogue. This guy went rogue. He's a he's somebody who snuck in the Central Michigan sidelines and and put on a hat like he's just some super fan. Dude, they put him on staff just as 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 he talked about. He's standing next to coordinators like this is. You don't even have to actually – this is the thing. You don't – this is not a court of law. They're not going to have to actually connect the dot to to Jim Harbaugh. They're not going to have to have a smoking gun in terms of text exchanges. If they do, I would think that Jim Harbaugh is going to have to – he'll be suspended, I would think, a year from, from college football. And the NFL has came out yesterday and said, we're not going to give him a safe harbor to disappear to. He's going to have to face whatever punishment he, he faces – um, this is going to be pretty substantial, I think, for Michigan. In the past, now it's not going to be like it was in the past. In the past, they would have come down with like a three-year. You can't go to bowl games when it, you know, would matter right. more to teams. You know, three years. Maybe they say for two years you can't go to the college football playoffs. That would be a that would be an enormous punishment well, if, they, a, if they said that. Well, and here's the deal: is normally it's it's kids that are being punished well after the transgressions. But this should be this a is lot actually of a, happening in real yeah. time. Yeah. And these these guys, uh, you know, other than the freshmen that are on this team, actually benefited from. But here's this. the problem: in the in the, in, the, in in college football has to know this. If you do that, and you gave them some penalty like you used to have, and I'm not saying SMU death penalty. I'm saying if you said, okay, you cannot play in a bowl game uh, uh, this year, and then you cannot play in college football playoffs this year or next year. If you do anything to extend beyond this year, a lot of these players could. Potentially well, they can. Well, bolt. Then, well, then you know what? They should. They could bolt. They, they should. Well, but. <clears throat> well, they. You know yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, it's not their fault. Well, yeah, Harbaugh, were, you know what? That would be the worst punishment for them. I'm losing all these really good losing players. All players. Would it be too? Is is that? Does the punishment fit the crime? Uh, to yeah. Lose they, players. I mean, it is. Wait a minute now. If you argue that the Astros won a World Series because of cheating, they got to the college football playoffs two years in a row, yeah. beat the brakes off Ohio State which I still think is just they're more physical than Ohio State. I don't know how much of it had to – I do think it makes it easier on your, on, your, on your defense. I mean, I'm sorry, on your uh, – yeah, on your defense. I think your offense you just have to execute. But 
I do think if, uh, you know, your defense, you start, you have a feel for what some of the calls are. Yep. You see a check, and you can check to something defensively or from a coverage standpoint that really helps you. Well, wait. Don Brown had to love it. When wait, he was did, you see, did you see the Leach video this week? Mike Leach, you know, giving uh, Texas when he was at OU, the offensive coordinator at OU, and he gave Texas the wrong play sheet. Did you see that? No. <laughs> Guess what? Oklahoma crushed him. What do you mean he gave them a play So he sheet? made out, the, you know, the 25 plan of the first 25 yeah. plays. He made one out, and it was all wrong plays, all false. Okay. Uh, and then and, 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 and he left it. They dropped it. Texas found it. Texas is the defensive coordinator's oh, got it. God, the defensive so coordinator's good. got it. And OU boat raced them. Did we touch on that, that the reporting is out that Michigan was – handing out scouting reports to opponents of teams that would affect their playoff chances. Like they were, they were going to teams who were facing opponents oh. that could get in their way and go, Hey, this is how you beat them. <laughs> really? They were doing that too. No, oh my God. Yeah. That, that, that's what they're accused of. Yes. Yeah. Dude, how can you act like there's not going to be punishments for Michigan right. or no, for Jim okay. Harbaugh? Yeah. They're going to get hammered. No, no, no. Well, I'm changing my are mind. Are we still like, might have, we, I might have, might have, well, I was both. not meaning you. I mean, no. instead, but right. is there still, like, I wonder how much more there is to go. We got ball boys involved now? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So what? how are the ball boys involved? Well, they were, they were on the opposing sideline. The ball boys were giving them were giving them signals about the play calls. So somehow, well, somehow. Well, I guess that the ball boys know certain key words yeah. and phrases. Maybe. They could just do this, you know, give yeah. it the old yeah. hat tug. All right, we got a break. We it's kind of brilliant, uh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, no, Harbaugh, is right here. Harbaugh will win anyway. I like that about him. Time to talk right now about uh, Chastain Ford. They're winning here, too, at Chastain Ford. And I just talked about the Chastains and how much they loved University of Houston, and they do. That's their place. They, it's, it's been their place. Joe loves them. Patrick loves them. The Chastains have been here forever. Uh, Joe's dad, Joe's granddad, they were ch- 80 years in the car business in the city of Houston. And you don't stay and have a wonderful, a huge dealership the way the Chastains do unless you do it right. And they do it right every single time. No add-ons, no markups. They don't want to gouge you for as much as they possibly can. That's been a car dealer thing, especially a used car salesman. That's been, you know, i gotta, I got to gouge people for as much as possible. And it's just not the case with Chastain Ford. You know, they're going to get you the best deal that they possibly can. They're going to give you the rebates. They've got the rebate right now. It's, it's fantastic. They've got the rebates uh, at Chastain Ford on the uh, uh, Super Duty Lariats. $2,500 off right now, or 0% for 36 months in stock units. And, you know, other dealerships are holding this stuff back, and they're cashing in on it. They're making the money on it, not a Chastain Ford. And Chastain Ford doesn't care. You know, Ford had a better uh, had, had a, a uh, interest rate for me, and Chastain said, Ford said, nope, we're going to go with this bank because it's a better interest rate for you. And that's the way the Chastains deal with you. That's the way the Chastains do it every single time. So if you're looking for that Ford car, truck, or pre-owned vehicle, you've got it at ChastainFord.com. It's on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown. Do it right with Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're your daddy. You was a toilet baby. Tiff just popped down like a little old turd, just popped down in a bowl.